The show you love with even more local news and more local talk. The voice of the valley. The Mike Douglas Show. Now weekdays from 3 till 5. On air and online. Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Here's your host, Mike Douglas. And welcome to the Mike Douglas Show here on this Wednesday afternoon on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Mike Douglas here, your personal concierge for conversation as we take a look at the issues that seem to be bombarding us with great regularity right here in California's Central Valley issues, local, state, national, and international as well. Our commitment to you is to remain live and local so that your voice can be heard as we discuss the uh, the various aspects, the various facets of these issues. And that's what's important, is that we have the opportunity to discuss things together, even disagree, but agree to disagree without being disagreeable. That's so important. Not a lot of that today, is it? No, not a lot of that. The cancel culture the, uh, the philosophy there is if you de- disagree with us, you need to be silenced, whatever that silence may mean. Well, it's been quite a week, and <laughs> it's only Wednesday. Uh, President Biden uh, today, very, very effusive, very, very happy. And, and <laughs> we've been talking, especially in light of the Monday night raid on, on uh, Donald Trump's um, home in uh, Mar-a-Lago, been talking about the waning trust in government, the growing distrust, uh, especially of the federal government. And one of the problems is the spin. The spin is so constant, and, and I believe it's intentional. I know it's intentional. And the problem with being assaulted by spin is after a while it begins to wear us down if we, if we don't agree to stand firm, it can wear us down because we don't want to have to check out the details. We, can't we just accept what he's saying? Well, let, let me give you an example from earlier today and President Biden. For a moment, pretend that you are an uninformed voter, one of those voters that you just vote because there's an R or a D after your name. You don't care what's happening around you. I don't mean you. I mean this this type of person. And imagine when they're in that bubble. They don't want to mess with the news, tired of the news, tired of being depressed about it. Just leave me alone. I'll vote my party. And whatever my party says, I'll vote that way. Now, imagine you are one of those people And you are listening to President Biden. What conclusion are you going to draw from this statement today? Before I begin today, I want to say a word about the news that came out today relative to the economy. Actually, I just want to say a number. Zero. Today, we received news that our economy had zero percent inflation in the month of July. All right, now what would that lead you to believe if you are a superficial current events follower? There's an ungrammatical statement, but you gather what I mean. If you don't follow things, you might listen to that and say, wow, 0% inflation. President Biden's administration took us from 9.1% inflation to zero. Wow. 
But because you are rational folks, because you are learned, you are well-read, and you listen to various sources, you're, you're immediately, your spin meters start to peg into the red. No, no, Mr. President. No, it isn't. We're not at 0% inflation because that's, that's the spin. That's the message. He wants you to concentrate on zero, zero percent. Mr. President, we're at 8.5% uh, inflation, 8.5% inflation. When you took office, inflation rate was one point whatever it was. Was it 1.4? It was under 2%. It is still 8.5%. It was last month, as we uh, look at the uh, stat, it was up to 9.1%. All right, we're now at 8.5%. Nothing to brag about, nothing to be happy about. It is not zero. You see why it is so important for us to have these discussions together? Do you see why it is so important for, for you to, in, in very calm and uh, relational ways, discuss these things with your spheres of influence? What if someone came, came, someone came up to you and said, hey, isn't that great? We're at 0% inflation. What, what would be your response? Well, what we're really at is 8.5% inflation. And we were at 9.1%, but we are still at 8.5% inflation. When President Biden took office, we were below 2%. And, and that's how you, you don't have to beat up the other person. You don't have to cancel them, but you do have to announce what's true. And that's something uh, that we hit every day here on The Mike Douglas Show is always be committed that's my encouragement to you is to be committed to announcing what's true and you don't have to announce it by taking a hatchet and splitting someone's head open to stuff it with the truth no it simply present the truth and the other person may not receive it but at least you're planting a seed at least it starts questions perhaps in their minds you see if people aren't exposed to the truth they will never reach it. And so anyway, just uh, it's just a reminder of how we need to be on guard, how we need to make sure our spin meters are powered up, the batteries are charged, ready to go, and trust your gut when uh, your spin meter begins to peg into the red because you're, uh, you're probably right. Well, the saga continues in many different ways. As you may have heard, former President Donald Trump was uh, in New York today because the uh, New York Attorney General Letitia James pulled him in for a deposition to talk about his business conduct. And uh, what do you think of this? Donald Trump uh, said he invoked the Fifth Amendment. Don't don't you think that's wise? And I know some some people would say, well, I, I if, if he had nothing to hide, why didn't he why didn't he just uh, participate in the deposition? Uh, let me offer a uh, another perspective on that. Considering the fact 
that the opposition attempted to get him out of office before he was even sworn into office. The, the moment he came down that escalator with his wife, the very moment the wheels started in motion to destroy him, and it continued through his presidency, it's continuing now. And this whole New York thing by the New York Attorney General, Letitia James, is all part of that. I think it was a wise decision because they're not after truth. They're after to destroy Donald Trump. Now, what, regardless of what you think of him, and I, I would apply this to uh, Monday's raid on his home as well, regardless of what you think of Donald Trump, apply the Douglas rule of opposite application, reverse application. What do you mean by that? Well, let's do it this way. Let's say that it is not Donald Trump who is being raided by the FBI. Let's say it it was Barack Obama. Would you feel that, uh, and and, and if you were a, a Democrat and you were a supporter of Barack Obama, would you feel it's right for the FBI to conduct a raid like that when they could have phoned lawyers, when they could have issued subpoenas. You see, you have to do that law of reverse application. And sometimes sometimes it causes us to say, hmm, wow, maybe I ought to rethink things. But oftentimes it's uh, just a reminder that what we're seeing by and large is a corrupt federal government becoming even more corrupt. So where do you look for truth? You look for truth where there's light. And you look for truth with people you trust. Well, here's a guy I trust. His name is Dan Phipps. Interest rate hikes, they're slowing home price growth right now in some areas, but you can still get top dollar for your home right now with Dan Phipps. Maybe you're worried about costly repairs on your home or upgrades that you think are needed to sell your home. I'd be very concerned about that, selling our home. Well, if you are concerned about it, then I recommend you call Dan Phipps. Dan will sell your house for free if he doesn't get multiple offers in 72 hours for full market value. Dan's home selling program is designed to maximize your sales price. I love it. There's no costly repairs. Uh, You pick your move date, and Dan can even find you a new home before you move. Now, Melody in Oakdale, she knows all about it. She needed to sell quickly but didn't have the time or money to do a whole slew of repairs and upgrades. Dan said, no problem. We can sell as is, and he did it. In fact, Dan sold Melody's home with no repairs for an amazing price. So call Dan Phipps. Dan is the man I recommend, guaranteeing multiple offers in 72 hours or it's sold free. Call Dan Phipps, 209-593-1111 or go to danphipps.com. That's Dan Phipps with three Ps, D-A-N-P-H-I-P-P-S dot com. And the Mike Douglas Show will continue in three minutes right here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Take the Mike Douglas Show with you every weekday from 3 till 5. Download the free iHeartRadio app and follow 1360 KFIV. And welcome back to the Mike Douglas Show here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. We played that uh, soundbite just a few moments ago of President Biden talking about uh, the inflation rate being zero 
And, of course, we talked about the fact that, well, that's that spin, not quite true. It's 8.5%. Uh, Ann writes in, only people that don't buy groceries or gas would think that inflation is at zero. Yeah, a- amen and amen. And we're talking about trust issues. Here's uh, Here's something else to think about. Former Secretary of State Mike Pompeo apparently has been told by the Justice Department that he was a second target in a plot by an Iranian operative to murder former Trump administration national security advisor John Bolton. Hmm. Former Secretary of State Mike Pompeo, apparently, according to the Justice Department, also part of that Iranian plot uh, to not only uh, do away with John Bolton, but uh, Mike Pompeo as well. All right, uh, now, coming back to the trust issue, here we go right on the heels of that raid in Mar-a-Lago. Republican Congressman Scott Perry of Pennsylvania says that the FBI took away his cell phone yesterday. (laughs) He was traveling with his family early yesterday. He was approached by three FBI agents who handed him a warrant and requested that he turn over his cell phone. And that was just one day after that raid on Mar-a-Lago. Here's what uh, Scott Perry said, quote, This morning, meaning yesterday, while traveling with my family, three FBI agents visited me and seized my cell phone. They made no attempt to contact my lawyer, who would have made arrangements for them to have my phone if that was their wish. I'm outraged, though not surprised, that the FBI, under the direction of Merrick Garland's DOJ, would seize the phone of a sitting member of Congress. He continued, My phone contains info about my legislative and political activities and personal private discussions with my wife, family, constituents, and friends. None of this is the government's business. So there we go. It just continues. And you wonder... If they can do this to a former president and a potential candidate for president, if they do this to a sitting member of Congress, what do you think they can do to you and me and nobody will ever hear about it? Mm, That's concerning. What are you concerned about in terms of the government? Mm, What do you think? Our number here, 209-551-3483. Are you losing more trust in government? Or has it pretty much hit rock bottom, in in your opinion? 209-551-3483. Our number, let's fight out with Debbie in Stanislaus. Thanks. Hi, Debbie. A good Wednesday to you. Well, a good Wednesday to you, too, Mike. And to your wife, your lovely wife, that you should listen to all the time. Okay, here we go. You ready? Uh, go ahead. I'm serious. You should. I you, do. I listen. You keep calling her your better half. I, I she's led you by the nose. I do. I I listen. Good answers. I listen and I'm compliant. Okay, All right. Go ahead. Okay. Now, this is my. I'm not your wife, but I'm going to tell you like it is. Okay. We have never had a government we could trust. Now, why would I say something like that? I worked for the government. I ought to know. I know all the underpins. Because you're up close and personal. But besides all of that, use your memory banks. I've been saying that we were going to have a civil war. For how many times have I been saying that? Numerous. I mean, kind of a lot of times. 
Do you think I was leading up to this? Maybe. Yes, I was. And I kept saying we've got to open up our brains, not our technology. Have I been saying that too? Mm-hmm. So we can go back all the way as far as your memory and talk to your wife about it too. Go all the way back, even when you worked for the different organizations that you worked for for the government. So did I, by the way. Maybe not as highly thought of it. No, I, I, thought, I was thought of pretty highly. If I worked for the Shrivers, you know that I was thought of kind of highly. We have never, ever, as far back as my memory can take me, so go back to the Clintons in case people can't even get past that. Just in that one situation, not just the, the pedophile part, not just that, not just the dress, not, not any of that. Think about all the people that died under his administration, that they worked for the government. And then when they needed to be offed, they got offed. Now that's just the beginning of it. And if you go back, instead of the technology, stay away from the technology, everybody. Well, I, and I, open I, I agree with you uh, a lot about the technology, Debbie. I think the fact that we are so married to the technology, uh, we trust uh, the technology itself is a, is a major error. Uh, before we go, uh, we're going to be hitting, hitting the bottom of the hour here in just a second. Uh, Debbie, very quickly, so where do you think we're going? Just in 30 seconds or so, where do you think we're headed? To war. We have to be ready. We have to be. We are running out of time. Every day, every hour, every time we think we've got time, we don't have any time. We've wasted so much time. And I have to say one thing, and then I'll turn it over to you. The technology was devised to do exactly what it's done, because it took human beings to put that information in your computer and your iPad and all the rest of the things you guys have. You had to have known it was a setup. Who, who would not have known that? I knew it, and I'm a plain old everyday person. Well, kind of plain old everyday, but not really. <laughs> All right. De- <laughs> Debbie, thank- <laughs> thanks for the call. Uh, and, I, and by the way, I, I believe my m- wife is listening uh, as uh, she's on a break at work, I think. So I'm, I'm probably going to be in deep weeds. Uh, later on with, with all these comments about her. But I, uh, by the way, I do pay it, and, and I'm being serious here, I pay a lot of attention to what my wife has to say. And it, it's because, and, and this goes for friends of, mine's, uh, friends of mine that I trust as well, I know I can be faulty. I know I have my own filters. And so it's important to have people that you trust to give them permission to speak into your life. I have pastors, a very small group of them. And in fact, I don't know there would even be defined as a group, but a very small number of pastors who I trust implicitly, who know that they have my permission to speak into my life and I will pay attention. We need that. We need that the minute that we think that we are impervious to being wrong, we're in deep wahooey, uh, deep wahooey, a very theological term. 
And so it's very important that that we be able to talk about these issues. And that that's why we take calls here. That's why we invite you to call is because many of you will bring a new perspective that many of us had not thought of, or you're reinforcing a perspective that uh, that we already have. Uh, in Debbie's case, uh, I, I, I know that she uh, feels and she's expressed that there may be an internal war. I would call it a rebellion. I think we're already seeing it. I think the rebellion, the nature of it, is going to... Uh, be born out on November 8, 2022. The rebellion, I believe, should be, ought to be at the ballot box. That's where it should be. We should never res- resort to violence. Well, why, don't you f- why don't you fight fire with fire? No, because that makes us as dastardly, that makes us as dishonest, that makes us as having such little character as the people who oppose us. No, we need to operate in the light. We need to operate with integrity. We need to operate in honesty, and we need to operate within the rule of law. That's how we're going to beat them. And I believe we will. If I didn't believe we will, I wouldn't show up here every day. I wouldn't bother, but I do. I believe that we will overcome. But it does take the initiative to study, to research, to talk about these issues, to listen to each other, to hone and understand why we believe what we believe, and then be gently bold. I know that sounds like uh, an oxymoron, but be gently bold about bringing those precepts into the lives of others. All right, we'll talk more about it in five minutes here on the Mike Douglas Show, 209-551-3483. You trust the government? Talk about it in five minutes. The Mike Douglas Show, now weekdays from 3 till 5 on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. You're listening to The Mike Douglas Show, the voice of the valley. Power Talk 1360 KFIV. And welcome back to the Mike Douglas Show here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. We've been talking about the fact that it's just hard to trust the government anymore. It, it, we, we really have to approach everything we hear with a high degree of skepticism. And really, I think the founders had that in mind when they wrote in the principle of having a free press. Now, whether the, the press is doing their, their job or not is another issue. But the point is that there needs to be a, a degree of skepticism when we hear from government officials. Not that we have to automatically say, no, that's not true because I never trust you, but I'm going to take what you say with some skepticism and check into it to make sure that you're right. For example... Here is President Biden again from earlier today. Before I begin today, I want to say a word about the news that came out today relative to the economy. Actually, I just want to say a number. Zero. Today, we received news that our economy had zero percent inflation in the month of July. All right, and if you're uh, if you're someone who doesn't pay a whole lot of attention to what's going on, you may be uh, you may be 
nuanced into believing, wow, we weren't we at 9.1% inflation? Now we're at zero. That's great. No, 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 Mr. President, we're at 8.5% inflation. You see, if, if he had said, for example, we last time we checked the numbers, we were at 9.1% inflation. We're now down to 8.5%. We take that as good news, and here what here's what we're going to continue to do uh, to try to keep bringing that rate down. I could stomach that, but this whole thing about concentrating on zero, that is a very clear attempt to uh, pull the wool over our eyes, not going to happen here, at least not on the Mike Douglas Show. Our phone number here, what do you think about government today? Is your spin meter just pagan into the red a lot these days? Our number here, 209-551-3483, 209-551-3483. And uh, let's go up the road a piece to uh, God's country up there in Groveland. And Kim, Kim, welcome to the Mike Douglas Show. What are your thoughts today? Well, well pleased to be here. Thanks for the call. I uh, wanted to share with you, listening to you for so long, and it's been a pleasure to hear your calm manner, okay, when you're talking about issues. And you, my blood pressure gets up. I grew up with a father who would yell uh, at the TV <laughs> talking about government, and he would curse. And I'm married to somebody who does more of the matter of fact like you. you will go rats when he's upset, or you say good night, you know. And so it's really pleasing to be around my husband who's very calm. But I want to get upset because I've been used to that. But it does no good. It does me no good to do that. It's very hard because I know we're being lied to in so many ways. And so I wanted to say thank you because it does help to listen to somebody who's not ranting and raving like my father. And then uh, you're the kind of character that we need in the valley and up here as well. So. Thank you. Well, Kim, thank and, you. And uh, no, yes, I have. I have been <laughs> yeah. accused of being a character. That's uh, that's very true. Uh, but I, I thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I thank you for the uh, compliment and thank you for listening, Kim. We really appreciate that. Kim from Groveland, and uh, I, I think Kim, you 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 hit upon something that I think is really important right now, and that is how we react to all of this. We are being bombarded not only by spin, but we're being bombarded by lies and we're being bombarded by corruption. Witness the FBI raid on Mar-a-Lago on Monday. And I think our natural human response is to get angry. And, and there's, there's a need for that. I call it righteous anger. There's a need to, to say, this isn't right. And, and, to, and to allow your blood to start boiling a little bit, uh, that, that's important. But the way we process that and respond to it, other people are watching. And so if we react with dishonesty, if we react with rage, if we react with destruction, if we react with profanities, if we react by just flat out losing our tempers all the time, then people don't see any difference between the people that are opposing us and those of us who are trying to stand for truth and, and justice and righteousness and, 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 and staying in the light of truth and, and, 
and capitalism and a, a democratic republic and the rule of law. If we're going to win people over, we, we not only need to win their emotions, but we need to win something that is very hard to describe. And it's that little small voice inside of people that says, these folks walk their talk. They practice what they preach. Now, they may not want to admit that, but there's a little, little small voice inside of them that triggers when they see that. Now, they may ignore it because they like the cancel culture, that no matter what, no matter what the truth may be, they'll ignore it for the sake of destroying someone else or promoting whoever they want to promote. But it is so important for us to be able to react in a way that other people would say, wow, they're, they're consistent and they're not berating me. And that's very important as well, my friends. Again, I think one of the ways that we win this battle, and I do believe we're going to win it. I do believe that. going to take some time. And again, I, I believe that it's not a tipping point on November 8. It's a milestone. And the next milestone after that is November of 2024. Uh, and, and so in the interim, we must gather and process as much information as we can and be willing to impart some of that information in small bite-sized doses to people who may have a differing viewpoint. But we need to do it in a way that they'll listen to. If we berate people and we tell them that they're dumb, if, <coughs> excuse me, if we tell them that they're undesirables, if we say that, that people are ignorant, if we say that people are just sleepwalking, that they're a bunch of zombies, not paying it, if we criticize people, immediately their defenses go up and we don't gain any ground there. And so in, in order to be heard, A, we need to allow other people to be heard. In other words, we need to offer them the opportunity to say what they need to say. And if we offer them the opportunity to be heard, then we have the opportunity to be heard and to provide these bite-sized pieces of truth. And it, they, they may not accept it right away, but we are planting seeds. And it is the truth that will ultimately set us free. Lies do not set us free. Spin does not set us free. Lies and spin shackle us. They put us into bondage. They, uh, they, they cause us to regress in our thinking because we quit thinking. But all of you are, are good thinkers, especially those of you who call in, and that's why it's so important and why I'm so thankful to iHeartMedia for providing this two-hour time period. We have Monday through Friday, 3 to 5 p.m., where we can talk about these issues, where we can, we can say, I, here's my viewpoint on it, because sometimes, even in an opposing viewpoint, we may find a nugget of truth that needs to be mixed in of uh, into what we are uh, what we are processing is and and again we're talking about observation people are watching us well we're also watching president joe biden 
is there any doubt in your mind, and I'm not going to go into clinical diagnoses here, but is there any shred of doubt in your mind right now that Joe Biden is not capable of executing the duties of the office of the President of the United States? Watching him, listening to him, is there any shred of your shred of doubt in your mind that he is incapable of executing the duties of the office of the president of the United States? I am now, yeah, I mean, I've been there a while. I had my suspicions when he was campaigning. And then we look at the decisions that he's made from the get-go. We look at the way he loses his thoughts. We look at the way he forgets people that he's shaken hands with. We look at the way that he tries to shake hands with people that aren't there. We look at his eyes sometimes. We look at the way that he trails off into thoughts. This is not a man that is capable of being in a position that was once the leader of the free world. November 2022 November 2024 are mileposts, and we must rise to the occasion and influence those in our spheres of influence, not to hammer them over the head with what we believe, but to offer them the opportunity to be heard and then to share with them bite-sized doses of this is what I believe to be true and why. And then let them watch us operate with honesty and integrity. People will notice. They will notice, and it will count. I guarantee it. Well, I also want to talk. Uh, first, it was COVID-19. Then it was the variants of COVID-19. Then it's the monkeypox, for which we've now we now have federal and state declarations of emergencies because a very tiny population of men refused to quit having sex with each other, which could stop the virus in its tracks. But no, we can't ask them to do that. No, we have to spend millions and millions and millions of dollars on developing vaccines and educational programs. It makes no sense, but that's the world that we live in right now. But we must not give up. Well, here's the next on the disease hit parade. The West Nile virus has raised its ugly head once again. Tell you about the details coming up in three minutes right here on the Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Here's more with the voice of the valley, Mike Douglas on Power Talk 1360 KFIV and streamed on the iHeartRadio app. And welcome back to the Mike Douglas Show here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. By the way, I love that iHeart app. I use that all the time. In fact, uh, my wife is uh, listening via the iHeart app right now because she's outside of... Uh, our uh, radio signal listening area. I I use that, for example, uh, during the day if, if I'm uh, at the market or I'm at a store. I have my uh, earphone in my ear, 
and I have the iHeart app app going at, at a fairly low volume. And so I'm, I'm listening to uh, programs that I'm interested in uh, while, while I'm shopping. Or I, If you don't have it, I, I encourage you to try it out. And, and it's more than just this show, obviously. There's a whole host of different programs on the iHeart app. Highly, highly recommend the iHeart app. All right. So, first we had COVID-19 and its various variants. Then it's monkeypox. Now that ugly West Nile virus is back. Stanislaus County Health Services Agency on August 4th put out a press release that uh, the East Side and Turlock Mosquito Abatement Districts have confirmed the detection of West Nile virus in two mosquito samples in Stanislaus County. And apparently it's been detected in 23 California counties, by the way. So here's, and, and it's it's basically uh, carried by mosquitoes. Have you had a bad mosquito year? We've had a horrible year. Now I've seen, in, in our case, it's the uh, east side mosquito air force. I love seeing that yellow airplane coming in dive bombing us because I know that they're helping get rid of those mosquitoes. These are monster mosquitoes this year. Big, big mosquitoes. And anyway, they, they've, they've been rampant and we don't have any standing water. We're, we're very, uh, very careful about that. But as you may know, mosquito larvae can, uh, live and, and, and under, under the, or in the ground and, and such for a long time. Anyway, uh, so here's, uh, and you know this, but just a reminder from uh, the Health Services Agency in Stanislaus County, they remind us to dump or drain standing water. That's where the mosquitoes lay their eggs. Uh, They recommend using repellents containing DEET. Is it picaridin? P-I-C-A-R-I-D-I-N. My nurse practitioner wife would know that. Or oil of lemon eucalyptus. Uh, And when we have to take our 500-pound mastiff uh, out in the middle of the night when he decides he needs to go out, uh, I I wear long pants, and I don't wear my swim trunks. I wear my—well, I don't wear my swim trunks in public anyway because the— my, my pale legs are, are scary to people. And, and so in the interest of uh, the public interest, I, I never wear shorts in public. Uh, but that anyway, so I wear long, long pants. Uh, but I also always make sure I'm wearing a lightweight long sleeve shirt. That makes it a little tougher for the mosquitoes to chomp on me. Uh, they also say avoid being <clears throat> outdoors at dusk and dawn. That's when mosquitoes are uh, mosquitoes are generally uh, most active, and uh, so anyway, this is just a reminder: watch out for the uh, mosquitoes. Let's go back to the phones: two zero nine five five one three four eight three two zero nine five five one three four eight three. Kevin from Modesto, welcome, Kevin. You have some thoughts about the raid hey, on Mike. the Trump complex? Hey, Mike, how you doing? Good, Kevin. Good to talk to you. Good. Uh, yeah. Uh, first of all, I wanted to say the word is pronounced sphere, sphere of influence. 
not sphere of influence. It's sphere of influence. Uh, that, Kevin, that's what I, Kevin, it's really Kevin, that's Mark, what I said, sphere yeah. of influence. You may have misheard uh, okay, me. Well, I got it. I graduated from high school. Uh, okay, I know uh, how to pronounce sphere. Thank you. Go ahead. Uh, okay. Okay, the, the other thing is um, that uh, I I don't have any problem with what the FBI did. I'm sorry. I I, I really don't. I mean, uh, there, there was a mass insurrection on the Capitol, and he was back at the White House, uh, uh, and, and he wasn't doing anything to protect Cheney. I mean, to, to protect... Um, Mike Pence, excuse me, I didn't mean to say Cheney, Mike Pence, he wasn't doing anything to protect Mike Pence. He knew that the guys were yelling out, hang him, hang him, hang him, and he wasn't, he was, he wasn't trying to call it off or anything. And he went to the Capitol and made some sort of a statement that sometimes you have to break the rules and sometimes you have to go beyond the, go beyond what's suspected and all, all sorts of comments like that. And he, he basically, uh, you know, he got the crowd um, all riled up and uh, then he left and went back to the White House and watched, watched everything unfold for several hours before he did anything. And, they, and now he's wondering why he's being investigated. You got to be kidding. <laughs> I mean, you, when you do something like that, and then, and then you don't expect any ramifications from it, of course he's going to be investigated. Now, the FBI, so though, is saying that's not why they were there. Oh, really? Really? Yeah, they, I they, they, not heard yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And, and I appreciate your comments, by the way, Kevin. You're, you're always uh, welcome to bring an alternative point of view. Appreciate that. Uh, I think the the issue for the FBI, as at least this is what they're saying, is they uh, did the raid because they felt that uh, Donald Trump may have some documents in his possession that were supposed to have gone to the National Archives. And so that was the purpose of the raid was to locate those documents. Now, we haven't seen uh, the affidavit, of course. But uh, I think, <clears throat> you know, again, I, and, and it may well be, may, maybe that's why they really did the raid. Uh, not, not sure. But at least what they're saying is they were there looking for documents that they felt should go to the National uh, Archives. Kevin, thanks for the call. Always appreciate uh, you're You're a good thinker, and we always appreciate your viewpoint. And we'll have more viewpoints coming up in five minutes here on the Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk 1360. KFIV, again, back in five minutes. The show you love. Talking about the issues that are important to you. The voice of the valley. The Mike Douglas Show. Now, every weekday from 3 till 5. On air and online. Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Here again is your host, Mike Douglas. And I am very honored to serve as your personal concierge for conversation here on the Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk 1360 KFIV as we head into our number two of our Wednesday broadcast today. Uh, this uh, this just caught my eye. This is very interesting. Do you know anybody that uh, has left California for a variety of different reasons, just said, I'm done, we're out of here? Got a couple friends who have done that. 
there, there was a, a chart that was published by, I think it was Axios. Yeah, Axios. And uh, they uh, are looking at a survey that was done that shows that Republicans were more likely to move to red states than blue states or swing states. Well, that doesn't surprise me, surprise me any, any uh, at all. But, but here are some other interesting things. Uh, they uh, take a look at the cost of living, personal reasons, jobs, unemployment, and they look at reasons why Republicans are considering moving out of their state versus Democrats. So, for example, uh, they're saying that 63% of Republicans surveyed said they're moving out of their state because of the cost of living, as compared to only 45% of Democrats. 27% of Republicans say they're moving because of personal reason or family ties, while 35% of Democrats are doing that. Now, this is very interesting. Jobs and employment. Jobs and employment. Both Republicans and Democrats are both at 25%, as uh, saying that's, uh, that's an uh, issue why they're, uh, they're, uh, they're moving out of their, uh, their state. So as it's just... Uh, interesting, uh, caught my eye there, uh, catching my eye as well, uh, as all the spin coming out of not only California, but Washington, D.C. as well. We uh, heard earlier uh, this uh, message from our president, Joe Biden. Before I begin today, I want to say a word about the news that came out today relative to the economy. Actually, I just want to say a number. Zero. Today, we received news that our economy had zero percent inflation in the month of July. Yeah, our economy is eight and a half percent. Our inflation rate is eight and a half percent, Mr. President. All right, let's go to the phones. Tuesday. <laughs> How's your spin meter doing with uh, federal officials of late? 209 551 3483. Let's talk about zero inflation, according to our president. And let's talk about it with John from Brentwood. Hi, John. Welcome to the show. Hey, Mike. Uh, that was that was pretty funny. You you kind of had me when when Joe came on and said he wants to just talk about one number zero. I thought he was going to he was going to compare that to his IQ. I didn't was think was going to compare it to inflation, but um. One other real quick thing. I don't know if you heard or not, but with all the monkey po- well, not all the monkey pox, but the very few cases of monkey pox, the CDC released their guide for safe sex during monkey pox. Did you happen to see that? No. Tell us about it. Okay. They said for safe sex during monkey pox, they recommend masturbating together at a six-foot distance. That is the honest truth. It was in a headline on Fox News. You've got to be kidding. And I thought that was hilarious. And and also, you can practice safe cyber sex. Cyber sex? Well, yeah, I guess like online pictures or maybe video chat. I don't know, but... Aren't there laws against that? that really about ridiculous. <laughs> well, it is, John, and it just, uh, it, and again, it, we've been talking about this issue of trust, 
And it seems to me like uh, it, it doesn't matter where it's coming from right now in the federal government. It's either spin or it's a lie, or as in this case, it is so ridiculous and obtuse, it's, uh, it's hard to believe. Uh, I'm not sure whether I should thank you for bringing that to my attention or not, John. The word picture is just very disturbing. Yeah. <laughs> Does anybody really listen to the CDC anymore? I mean, they're, they just become a national joke. Well, I, I, I don't know what kind of credibility it is. And, and it used to, John, and, and I think it used to have uh, a reputation that deserves some credibility, but I think that disappeared a long time ago. Uh, I have, uh, I've just been given this, and I I think this may be from the CDC. I, I, I think it may be here. Here's uh, what I've just been handed. If you think, uh, if you or a partner has monkeypox or think you may have monkeypox, the best way to protect yourself and others is to avoid sex of any kind. Uh, I won't go into the various kinds. That's not necessary. And kissing or touch each other bodies while you are sick, especially touching any rash. Don't share things like towels, uh, fetish gear, sex toys, and toothbrushes. Now that can't be from the that can't be from the CDC because it's common sense. Uh, but again, John. The, well, it, well, let's see. Let, let me look this. Anyway, John, I thank, I think, thank you for bringing that to our attention. Uh, it's just another, uh, just another amazing thing. John, thanks for the call. Appreciate it. John from uh, Brentwood bringing uh, a little uh, light and life into our, uh, into our, uh, to our show today. So, uh, so I'm looking, yep, here it is, CDC, I'm looking at it right now. There is a, it's like a flyer from the CDC. It's called Monkey Pox. And do you have kids around the radio right now? You might want to have them go visit the refrigerator or, uh, or something. Uh, Monkey Pox and Safer Sex, it shows... A uh, a white male, it looks like, with a beard with his arms around the chest of a black male. And, uh, yeah, that's uh, saying even if you feel well, here are some ways to reduce your chances of being exposed to monkey pox if you are sexually active. Now, right there is the key. We can stop this in its tracks, or at least we could have been able to stop it in its tracks with very, very little uh, outlay of money at all. But that's right. This is what they're saying. Uh, To uh, avoid sex of any kind and kissing or touching each other's bodies while you are sick, especially avoid touching any rash. Do not share things like towels, fetish gear, sex toys, and toothbrushes. And so even if you feel well, says the CDC, here are some ways to reduce your chances of being exposed to monkeypox if you are sexually active. Again, there's the key to this. 
Yeah, we can stop it in its tracks, but oh no, we don't we don't want to inconvenience people by asking men to quit having sex with each other for a while. Nope, can't do that. CDC says take a temporary break from activities that increase exposure to monkeypox until you are two weeks after your second dose. All right, and limit your number of sex partners. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I'm serious. This is from the city. Limit your number of sex partners to reduce your likelihood of exposure. And so they're saying you got to watch out for spaces like back rooms, saunas, sex clubs, private and public sex parties where intimate, often anonymous sexual contact with multiple partners occurs uh, because that's more likely to spread monkeypox. Can you believe this? I'm not going to go on. This is, uh, well, and then it says, avoid kissing or exchanging spit since monkeypox can spread this way. All right, all you guys out there, quit exchanging spit. And John was right. It says, well, to pleasure yourself at a distance without touching each other and without touching any rash. I kid you not. And have virtual sex with no in-person contact. And here we go. And then, I'm I'm serious, this is from the CDC, consider having sex with your clothes on. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Consider having sex with your clothes on or covering areas where the rash is present, reducing as much skin to skin contact as possible. Leather or latex gear also provides a barrier. Oh, give up. I can't go on. This is too much. This is too much. You want a copy of this? Email me. My... (laughs) Mike on 1360 at gmail.com. This, how much are they getting paid there at the CDC to come up with this? This is absolutely ridiculous. I can't believe this. All right, I'll send you a copy of it if you like, PDF copy of it after the show sometime. Mike on 1360 at gmail.com. And, and don't put the word sex in the subject line okay because if 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 the fbi is monitoring my emails they may raid my house just say cdc just put cdc in the subject line that's all you have to put and i'll know what you mean and i will uh i will send uh this little poster from the cdc to you i just oh i i gotta go back and talk about the economy i just I got to get away from this particular subject. It's just unbelievable. All right, let's talk more about the economy. Uh, Some pretty good comments. I'm not a huge Chris Christie fan, but he made some pretty poignant points, poignant points over the weekend. I want to make sure I say that correctly so I don't get corrected on that one. Uh, Christie made some poignant points about the economy over the weekend. I'll share those with you uh, in three minutes as the Mike Douglas Show continues right here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. 
Follow us on Facebook and Instagram. 1360 KFIV is your place online. Let's get social with Power Talk 1360 KFIV. And let's get back to the phones as well here on the Mike Douglas Show. 209-551-3483. I've been talking a lot today about the raids on the uh, Trump compound upon his home there in Florida, uh, Mar-a-Lago. And uh, we'll also be talking about uh, Chris Christie and some of his comments about the economy coming up in a couple minutes. Let's go to the phones first. Again, our number 209-551-3483. To Modesto we go and Loretta. Loretta, welcome. What are your thoughts today? Well, one, with the FBI work that's been done, there should be a law where anyone knows when the FBI or anyone is coming into your home. Isn't that true? They're, and they're, then also, go ahead, I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry, could you could you restate that again for me, Loretta? In other words, if the FBI are told that they've got to come to your home by a contract of some reason, shouldn't the people that own the building know that the FBI or someone is coming to their home rather than the FBI just breaking into the house? Well, they, they don't have to let you know they're coming if they have a warrant. Uh, all they need to do is show up at your door, knock on the door, say they have a warrant. And if you don't let them in, then they'll break down the door and come in anyway, and you'll find yourself flat down on the floor with handcuffs probably. Uh, so, that yeah, unfortunately, right. that's the way it works. What, uh, what they're saying, Loretta, many people is, Look, they didn't have to do this. If what they're looking for is paperwork, for goodness sakes, that could have been done through the lawyers. In fact, uh, Trump had already talked to the FBI some time ago about uh, these types of things. And what they're saying is they could have accomplished this with a subpoena saying, all right, you need to uh, you need to give us these materials and we need to have them tomorrow morning. And and the lawyers do their thing. So, unfortunately, Loretta, no, they don't have to let you know that they're coming in advance. Well, what about if an item is removed by a contractor, for instance, at a home? It'd be the same, I would think, as a police. If that is done and a police report is made, wouldn't there be a police contractor's license board? I mean, license number that the people then could get on the case? Well, there, there would be a case number, yes. And technically, and I, I assume, and I probably shouldn't assume, Loretta, but uh, I assume this was done, uh, that the FBI has to provide a receipt, uh, some type of documentation to Trump or at least his uh, representatives showing what they took from the premises. In other words, they can't just go in and take things and not tell uh, Mr. Trump what they took. They have to provide a receipt, so to speak, uh, a, a log, a, a document showing what documents they have. And so, yes, there has to be uh, some type of uh, uh, tracking there. And then that's part of, by the way, that's part of the chain of evidence. And anytime that you're dealing with um, uh, possible criminal activity or even in, in civil cases as well, the chain of evidence is very important. So that documentation, they know they have to be really, they have to pay attention to that documentation because if they slip up on any uh, one of those steps of the chain of the of the preservation of the chain of evidence, the whole case 
can uh, can go down the drain. Uh, so I'll let you have the last word there, Loretta. Okay, what about then there was a lady that left Modesto, sold her home here in Modesto, and she moved to another state. You guys are speaking at that. She goes to the other state and finds out the house that she's purchased is no good at all, and the law there would not help her at all. Does that make sense either? Well, no, that uh, that that doesn't make sense either. Again, I'm not particularly familiar with the case, but uh, I, I do uh, I can tell you about the subjects that we have covered, and, and again regarding the the chain of evidence that that's very important in any type of investigation. And as we mentioned before, Loretta, if uh, if a judge and a federal judge did a federal judge signed off on that warrant on Monday. If they have a warrant, if law enforcement has a warrant saying they can come into your residence or your property and look for specific things, they can do that and they can force entry uh, if that a warrant if that warrant allows them to uh, to do so. So I think Loretta, uh, basically what we're seeing today is what many of us think, is really an abuse of that authority, an abuse of that authority. And what, what it brings to, to mind is if this can happen to high-profile people, what happens to you and me? And maybe that's like the example you were giving at the very end, Loretta. What happens to you and me if there's an unjustified warrant and if there's unjustified uh, affidavit to support a warrant, think of the FISA warrants. They, they were based on falsehoods. Ha- have we seen any punishment for the people that did that? Have we seen any type of justice occur because of the FISA warrants? No, because those who committed those atrocities and their ilk are still in power. The deep state is still there. The bureaucracy, the corrupt bureaucracy is still there. And that's what makes it worrisome for you and me. I mean, if the police show up with a warrant, you got to let them in. That's the law. Well, in this type of a case, couldn't they just subpoena the information? Well, if you think of cases past, the idea was to make a public spectacle of it. And by making a public spectacle of it, you're able to uh, demean the character and the reputation of the people involved. And uh, if we have time a little bit later on today, uh, Victor Davis Hanson uh, was on again uh, on Fox last night, and he made some incredible observations, and, and it's right along these lines. All right, uh, want to come back to... Talking about the economy and the 87,000 IRS agents and uh, more of your reactions to that raid on Mar-a-Lago on Monday. Stuff we need to talk about so we can reason through it, be prepared to talk about it. All that coming up in five minutes. Mike Douglas Show, Power Talk 1360 KFIV. We'll be right back. Mike Douglas Show. Now, weekdays from 3 till 5 on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. A pastor with passion. 
a minister with manners. Now, back to the Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. And welcome back to the Mike Douglas Show. Mike Douglas here, your concierge for conversation. Here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. We've been talking about uh, the raid on Mar-a-Lago. We're going to be talking about the economy and uh, some comments that Chris Christie made on that. A uh, question came up uh, from a, a caller who uh, who had to go very quickly. Uh, any background on uh, Judge Bruce Reinhardt, who signed the warrant for the FBI's raid of uh, Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago residence? He's a federal magistrate judge. Uh, let's see, he... Uh, Donated $1,000 to Barack Obama's 2008 presidential campaign. Another 1000 to his uh, Obama's Victory Fund. He uh, contributed 500 to Jeb Bush's campaign in 2016. And let's see, what else has he done in his life? He uh, apparently represented employees of Jeffrey Epstein in connection to a sex trafficking investigation Reinhardt had told the Miami Herald that he represented people like Epstein's pilots, his scheduler, and uh, another woman under his uh, employee. So it was very interesting. Uh, he was appointed, by the way, in uh, 2018, was uh, Judge Bruce Reinhardt. So a little bit, uh, little bit of background on him. So let's uh, let's continue on the phones. A couple more thoughts about the raid in Mar-a-Lago, your trust of government, and uh, a whole slew of issues that are involved in this. And it, what it amounts to is, in my opinion, the abuse of power and concern about the way the FBI is being weaponized against average Americans, like parents showing up at school board meetings, but also against candidates for president, potential candidates for president, and uh, former presidents as well. Let's go to the phones, 209-551-3483, 209-551-3483. To Patterson we go, and Vicki. Hi, Vicki. Welcome to the show. Hi. Hi, thank you. Well, my comment uh, is that I've, I'm hearing on some of these other talk shows like uh, you know, Hannity and some of these others, saying that the FBI would be above planting any type of documents in the files that they took from Mar-a-Lago, okay? My opinion is, after everything that the FBI's done, to my knowledge, no one's talked about or acknowledged an inventory list of the documents that they took, okay? So how difficult would it be to take these documents back to the FBI and slip in a high-profile, top-secret document and say, oh, hey, by the way, it was there all along. Well, I say it's very possible, and all these people are so corrupt, and they have a long, 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 long history of corruption and misdeeds. So, like, I have no faith in the FBI, and I bet you they'll come up with some kind of really detrimental document that we have no proof since no lawyer could watch, nobody could stand by and witness what they were doing, and they take it to the FBI up to their seventh floor, whatever floor it is, and slip in these documents that are detrimental to the president. 
that's what's going to happen. Yeah, Vicky, I, I think here's here's the the crux of the matter for me in in responding to what you have said. And and again, we have to deal with the facts. We don't know this yet. However. However, many years ago, I would have probably said to you, nah, the FBI is above that. The FBI, FBI wouldn't do that. Uh, however, let, let's look back at the whole issues of the FISA warrants and the way that the information uh, that went into applying for those warrants, that, that flat out lies were told. And so it, it comes down to now, Vicki, that pretty much anything is possible. And I, I underscore the word possible. Uh, and and I, th- that's the problem is trust is eroding in an agency for which we ought to have a very, very uh, hard trust. And we don't anymore. It's, and, and it's not because we're just coming up with conspiracy theories is because the FBI now has a proven track record to show that at the highest levels, it's corrupt. And so Vicki, I guess my, my, not, I guess my response to you is I, anything's possible. Anything's possible. Yes, I agree. And if I may, I would just like to add the same thing about the CDC. Okay. Since COVID, how many, how many proofs or I don't even know, injustices have been done to people because of the vaccines, the masks, and everything else? And you got Deborah Burke, she wrote a book, it's out there, about how they lied about so many things. You've got all these experts coming out proving how masks don't work, how the vaccines don't work, how you don't take any more boosters because the RNA gets into your your uh, cells in your liver and turns into DNA and causes autoimmune disease and millions of other things, okay? So to have any faith, oh, and let's take a look at Alzheimer's, okay? Everything that they've lied about. Why in the world would anyone at this point stick a needle in their arm based on what the CDC says? That's my question. How stupid would you have to be to do that? Yeah, absolutely, uh, Vicky. Some great points there. Thank you so much for the call, Vicky. Uh, really uh, underscoring something that I am. I am sorry to say, I am hesitant to say, I am upset to say. I just don't have any trust in the FBI anymore. The CDC, I think, should be apolitical, which it's not. And I think the CDC ought to be above reproach, and it ought to deal with facts. The CDC now has wheeled so far off uh, off the radar screen. Uh, frankly, I I don't even listen anymore. Uh, when when the CDC comes out with a statement, when uh, when the good doctor there comes out with a statement, uh, I tune it out. I'll be honest with you because I I'm not gonna I'm not gonna give it any credibility whatsoever. There are some medical sources around this country that I will look at and I will listen to, and some of them don't agree, which is fine. I think that's very healthy. That is healthy. Uh, we need to uh, question each other. We need to have competing uh, points of view. But the problem right now is I, I've lost total trust with the CDC. Now I'm not sure. If uh, I have to ask my nurse practitioner wife if, if she has pretty much lost total uh, trust in the CDC or not, 
as a as a practicing nurse practitioner, I, as far as I'm concerned, it, it's over with the CDC. It has zero credibility. And Dr. Walensky, in my opinion, is just uh, another governmental puppet uh, doing what she's told to do. And I, I'm sorry to say that. I, I'm, I'm pained uh, to say that. Because where do we look to, to people who we can trust? And I don't care who it is right now. I, I take whatever statements are being made and I take them with a grain of salt and with a, a deep dose of skepticism. And I'm assuming that it is not true until I can show it is true. Uh, for example, again, that clip we played earlier of President Biden using the spin saying uh, zero inflation. No, that's intentionally deceptive. That's a half-truth, and a half-truth is never truth at all. All right, uh, talking about the economy, thinking about the president's statement this morning, one of the things that the White House is doing its best to do, as well as the president's appointees, is they're trying to convince us that everything in the economy is fine. We are fine. We're 0% inflation. We are doing well. They're trying to convince us of something we know blatantly is false. And I think one of the best recent responses to that is Chris Christie. Again, I'm not a huge Chris Christie fan, but I'll listen to anybody if they're speaking honestly and if they're speaking truthfully, and I believe he did. He did. And uh, so in just uh, about three minutes, we're going to be listening to Chris Christie. He was on ABC's This Week, this past Sunday morning, and he made the point that people aren't buying the spin that the economy is great, especially with the uh, current rate of inflation. These are some good kind, And the reason I'm bringing it to you is I think maybe some of the points that he's going to make in front of you now are points that you can carry forward and you can present to others who may not be thinking about the economy more than at a very superficial level. So stand by. I'll give you those uh, three, um, I think, nuggets of wisdom from Chris Christie coming up in three minutes here on the Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. He's got issues. Let's talk about it. The Mike Douglas Show on air and online. Power Talk 1360 KFIV. And welcome back to the Mike Douglas Show here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Again, part of the mission here is to provide you with as much information as possible so that you can make intelligent, well-read, and well-reasoned decisions and so that you can respond in well-read, well-reasoned ways to uh, questions that uh, people in your spheres of influence uh, might have. Chris Christie, uh, former uh, New Jersey governor, was on ABC's This Week with George Stepanopoulos uh, Sunday morning, and he made the point that people aren't buying the spin that the economy is great, especially looking at the the current rate of inflation. When you're arguing with people in a in a 9% inflation world that they shouldn't be feeling pain, that the economy is actually good, um, that's just a losing argument. 
it, it is a losing argument. And of course, now it's uh, 8.5% as opposed to 0%, which the uh, president tried to convince us of this morning. Then Chris Christie responded to a question from George Stephanopoulos. Uh, Stephanopoulos saying that, well, yeah, President Biden has low approval ratings, but it, it's really a, a tale of two economies, according to George. He says, you're right. The inflation rate is incredibly high, but look at the job numbers that came out last Friday. Here's Chris Christie's response. But people can't keep up with the costs of living their lives. So they say, okay, great, I've got a job. That's a good thing. But to get to that job, I've got to fill my car with gas, and it costs that much more. Then when I'm on my way home from work, I go to the supermarket, and I get absolutely tanked there from a from a dollar perspective um and then i look at what's going on with my kids if i'm sending them to school are they going to college all those expenses are going way way up and people say yeah i have a job but my life is worse now than it was two years ago and we know from ronald reagan that that's an incredibly powerful question am i better off now than i was two years ago and the american people don't feel it and that's why joe biden's in the 30s Uh, that's a good question Let me ask you that Reagan question. Are you better off now than you were two years ago economically? Are you better off now than you were two years ago? And then Chris Christie gave this evaluation of the so-called Inflation Reduction Act that the Senate has passed and that is awaiting passage by the House of Representatives. Here's Chris Christie. The Inflation Reduction Act, which is a ridiculous name, as you pointed out in the interview, but they won on that. They got Democrats to actually vote for a Democrat bill. What are we going to do, like drop the confetti at the White House? I mean, this is ridiculous. It's an inside Washington role. The people in, in the rest of the country are saying, wait a second, I'm still paying much more for gas than I should. I'm still paying much more to cool my house. I can't get groceries on the table, and I'm worried about the future. Absolutely. I think that's uh, where a lot of us are. Now, there may be some people who are independently wealthy that uh, feel that they are, that they are better off than they were two years ago. Okay. Uh, and, and my question to them or to you, if, if you're one of those people, is in, in what areas do you feel you're better off? I'm, I'm looking at our situation and uh, I, I don't, we're not better off. We're not. Both my wife and I work multiple gigs to me to make things happen. And it's uh, it, it's not easy. Anne pointed out in a, a message to us a little bit earlier uh, today, which I thought was very good in response to President Biden. She said, only people that don't buy groceries or gas would think inflation is at zero. Exactly right. All we have to do is go to the market or go to the gas station. But the gas prices are dropping. That's wonderful that they're dropping. Look what they were two years ago. That's the point is where we are now. And the policies are not to make us energy independent. The policies that the Biden administration are advocating are not designed to make the United States of America independent in terms of oil. We were there. We were a net exporter of oil. What happened? The Biden administration. Does anyone think it's been a good policy 
to reverse that trend of becoming energy independent and to become a net exporter of oil? Well, I can answer my question, I suppose, and that is those that feel that gas and oil production needs to stop forever because the world's going to end because of global warming, whatever it might be, the extreme environmental mindset. Yeah, I, I can see why they would say, yes, we, we need to pay as high a price as we deserve for gas. In fact, we shouldn't pay for we shouldn't even have gas anymore. We shouldn't have cars that run on gas. Well, but, but we can't afford electric cars. Well, good. You shouldn't have cars either. You should walk to work or ride a bicycle to work or take public transportation to work or have the government tell you where to work or have the government give you housing near where you work while they tell you where to go to work. Yeah, and that's called communism. That, that's called socialism. And so I, I can see why socialists and Marxists would, would be in favor of this. But you notice a lot of the mouthpieces for this, like John Kerry, what are they traveling by? Hmm, jet? That uses a lot of fuel, doesn't it? Again, the hypocrisy enters uh, the fray here. Uh I'm just asking about people trusting the uh, the CDC. Uh, here's here's a comment. No, absolutely no. They're operating out of their scope of uh, the scope of their practice for the season of their existence. Uh, yeah, I, I agree. I think the uh, the CDC is operating way out of their uh, scope of practice. All right, comes back to trust, and that's that's what we've been uh, been talking about. And and uh, again, I think for a, a lot of I don't know how how many is is a lot in this. How many socialists and Marxists are there out there who think it's a good idea not to have cars anymore, and make everybody walk or or bike to work or wherever they want to go? How are people going to get to these wonderful forests that we're supposed to enjoy without a car? It's a long walk. How are they going to do that? Take public transportation? Well, that takes energy. You see, it's, uh, it, it, it's nonsensical. All of it's nonsensical. Here's another nonsensical thing. Do you know there's a now a Cal Kids program in California? Yeah, California is getting ready to open small college saving accounts for every child born in the state on or after July 1, 2022. State-funded program is called CalKids. It'll provide up to $100 for newborns, up to $1,500 for low-income students. And uh, there are some hoops you have to jump through, and there are some caveats. But basically, last year, the, uh, the state allocated $1.9 billion, with a B, in last year's budget to make deposits for low-income students in first through 12th grade, 12th grade. This year's budget includes 170 million for children entering first grade. Should the state should our taxes be paying for other kids' education? And by the way, all accounts will be opened regardless of immigration status. 
So there you go. There's something to think about overnight. Thank you so much for your participation today in the discussions here on the Mike Douglas Show. I look forward to seeing you tomorrow, 3 to 5 p.m. right here. Power Talk 1360 KFIV.